Hello, everyone, and welcome to New Teacher Talk. My name is Monica Bailey, and I'm an instructional coach and National Board Certified Social Studies teacher in St. Charles, Illinois. Today, I'm going to talk with you about connecting with high schoolers. High school students are an interesting and fascinating group of people. Not old enough to be independent, but showing some of the qualities of being ready. These are the years in which students need to be surrounded by caring, consistent educators who are invested in them. But let's put this into context. By the time you see a freshman in high school, they have had 10 years, if not more, of experience in schools. They have a considerable amount of expertise in adults. They've adapted certain behaviors and patterns of behaviors that they've field tested over time. For some, it's full transparency and excitement. Perhaps they've had great experiences and just are open and willing to be vulnerable. But others may act out. It could be any number of reasons, but it might be to distract from their own insecurities. Or some just want to be quiet and draw as little attention to themselves as possible. The challenge for the high school educator is the scale of how many students we interact with on a given day. And each student responds and reacts so differently from one another. It is easy, especially in the stressful days of beginning teaching, to see students as just a group, referring to my fourth hour or those juniors and such. So how do we connect? The answer? Find authentic ways to show that you see each student as an individual and value who they are and their strengths. So how do you do that? It needs to be apparent in many different ways. Remember that expertise that students have about adults? They can tell when something is authentic and meaningful. Although there are many ways to do this, like holding high and obtainable expectations, focused feedback, and consistent guidelines, this short podcast will focus on the interactions that you have with students. There are two areas that I'm going to really focus in on today, but there are so many other ways to think about this. The first, small and focused points of connection, and the second, your broader shows of values. So let's start with the first. What do we mean by small and focused points of connection? These are those moments when you connect to a student as an individual. As I alluded to above, the life of a high school teacher by its nature is frantic. It seems like there are too many things that you must do, and this is not worth the time. But study after study shows that student performance increases when they feel a sense of belonging and a connection to their teacher. I want to emphasize that each of the strategies I'm going to outline can occur during the time that you have with students, not outside of your instructional minutes. Every minute you have that first year of teaching is valuable. So let's start with two smaller structures to ensure that this happens every day. The first one, greet students as the door as they enter. Use student names, make an uplifting comment, make an observation, tell them you're excited to see them, ask a follow-up question from something they shared the day before. The amount of things you could do here is endless. A bit of trivia, the dad joke, find what makes sense for you. As an educator, you are collecting all sorts of information and data about students, their mood, energy levels, distractedness, almost anything and you are consistently building connections in a positive way. It is astonishing how much you can learn about students for the seconds-long interaction. There's another structure that can be used to accomplish this conversation, though, as well, if you don't have time to stand at the door. Every day, you can start your class with a five-minute warm-up. Perhaps the prompt is a review of content, or maybe it is a social-emotional check-in. As students work, circulate, greet each student, tell them that you're glad to see them. These brief interactions over time build strong connections. 
But let's say you wanted longer interaction with students. Again, consider that use of instructional time. If students are working on a project or a station learning activity or an online learning web quest, you can individually conference with students over several days. Each student could complete a reflection form that guides the conversation. These conversations could be short, three to five minutes in length. And although that doesn't feel like a long time, it might actually be the most one-on-one -on -one time that a student might experience with a teacher throughout their time in high school. Although these examples are all verbal connections, do not discount the structure that every high school teacher has, feedback. The structure of written feedback can also build connections. In a comment, you could celebrate a strength, ask a question, or acknowledge growth. Then during class, you can ask students to respond to your feedback. This ongoing asynchronous conversation shows your investment and builds connections. Keeping in mind the phrase, what opportunities can I create to build connections with students is key as you think about the time that you have together. A second way of authentic connection is the broader show of values. For students to see a connection to the teacher, the teacher must also show that they are deliberately and purposefully building a safe classroom community. This can be reflected in many ways. For me, it's spending time building community, not only through icebreakers and team builders, but learning activities that emphasize a team. I deliberately debrief the strengths that each person brought to the team, how the team could improve, maybe a team cheer. Some educators might dismiss team building activities as extra on top of a packed curriculum map, but these can be woven right into instruction. For example, I ask students to participate in a speed dating activity where they rotate partners after each prompt. The first question might relate to a content review, but then the second question might be a would you rather question unrelated to content. It was really quite interesting to debrief with students the argumentation structure they used to determine whether a pet dragon or a pet unicorn was better. But for any team builder or icebreaker, make sure that the ones selected allow for equity and access for all students. For example, maybe avoid asking about summer vacation travel. That might be a privilege that only some students get to enjoy. Don't ask overly personal questions. We don't want to put our students in a situation to share very personal information in a space that isn't safe yet. So consider what are the questions we can ask that show each student that they belong in that learning space, but they are comfortable answering. Another way to show that you value the learning community is asking students their thoughts about how the classroom should look or feel. A great way to start is through student surveys about learning preferences and why students like these. You might ask students to answer who was their favorite teacher and why. What did that teacher do? What kinds of learning experiences have been their highlight and their low light? You might even ask students to share some ideas. But remember that some of our quieter students might not contribute to a whole class conversation. To build connections, we have to show that we value their voice just as much. So surveys, written responses are all ways to ensure that there is equity of voice within the classroom setting. Please, please remember to set the guiding parameters that you insist upon before the conversation about contributing to the learning community. If you are a no cell phone class, then don't put it up for discussion. You're a no cell phone class. If there is no food allowed, then that's not up for discussion. The great overall question to ask how do we each contribute to a safe learning environment for everyone? Each of us can contribute in a lot of different ways. What is the effect of the classroom teacher asking students to contribute to their learning environment? Well, let's ask one and we'll see what she says. 
Hello, I am a senior in high school and I'm really looking forward to college. Uh, one instance I can think of was when one of my teachers asked us the question, how can I respect you? Just by doing that, he felt more approachable and like he genuinely cared about our needs, especially second semester seniors in a really difficult class. Although there are many ways to build connections with high schoolers, at the heart is finding small opportunities to show that you really see each student as an individual and as part of the learning community academically and personally. This can be embedded within your instructional time with them as you think about how am I that safe adult in kids' lives. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you become a regular follower of this podcast channel. And remember, as a new teacher, we're here to help you.